Pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Pitch Please, the show where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. This week... There is something in the auto chess, but you are actively playing the battles. So chess. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Pitch Please, the game design-ish podcast by people who uh, play games for people who make games. I'm Tom, and I don't normally do the intro. I'm also joined by... Chris. Hi. That, I mean, I understand why Alex has the intro now, but even his aren't great, and he's had a lot of practice, but that was <laughs> I, I, that was poor. It was okay. It was fine. It was fine. But we're also joined by James. Hello. Now, you might be wondering, <laughs> where's Alex? Well, we just spent 15 minutes waiting for him to turn his PC on, because it's been an actual month since his PC <laughs> has been turned off. So... While he's gone, I was like, ah, let's just start. And he can listen to this when he puts it all together and we're just lambasting him for his poor care for his PC. Well, Horrible yeah. care. He'll be here at one point. He'll just join. Hopefully he doesn't join, say something like his usual horrible misogynistic remarks that he says before going live. I know, because it will all be captured. What's the idea today? Because I'm out. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm doing, I've got an idea. Are we actually doing this now? Are we going to start now? We're going to have to re-explain it to him. No, it's okay. This is going to be the pure environment where you pitch it to the, the, the level-headed of the, of the four of us. I think. The two level-headed of the four of us. And then when Alex comes in and says something like, oh, that reminds me of mushrooms. We'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was going through the Trello and I, and I stumbled across one idea, which is not my core pitch. Um, Okay. I wanted to share it with you. Um, wait, so wait, do you, do you mean you have multiple pitches? Or? I, I have two pitch. Well, no, I have one pitch, but I just wanted to read this idea out to you because okay. it shows off just how terrible my note taking is and what the hell was the, I the, thinking at the how, time. How deep your Trello goes. Yeah, so this is kind of preparing you for the main idea, right? So, sure, uh, uh, a nice starter. The, uh, so the game is called Metronome. A rhythm game. It's got a name. Oh, yeah. This one has a name. So metronome. A rhythm game okay, where you it, are a gnome. It? I like it. Gnome yeah. things. <laughs> I like it. But it's a nice gnome music. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Could be a nice game for Playdates console using the analog crank. That was all I wrote. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, hi, Alex. Uh, we started. Um, so, hi, Alex. James, we started. So I you think... need to start your recording real quick. Going forward, I, I love the idea that you, you had a pun and you... 
You just said, right, that's it. That's the idea. That's the game idea. This is not the idea. This is just an idea. This is not the idea. This was just a little sample menu. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've arrived in the restaurant a little late. We've already had starters. There's some bread on the this table. This is the unlimited breadsticks. Right. <laughs> some olives. All right. right. Anyway, the main course is me is, is ordered. I ordered for you, by the way, Alex. Uh, I hope you like this. <laughs> oh. Okay. So here's the core pitch, right, Alex? You're with us now. Here's the <laughs> Here. core pitch. Uh, we're in the elevator. We're going down or up. It's we're up in to a restaurant. Eleva- elevator restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The restaurant is at the top of the elevator. So right. okay. So it's on uh, the top of the elevator. <laughs> exactly. So we've got to crawl through the ducting. Uh, it's Such terrible. a dangerous restaurant. So my idea is a multiplayer, uh, single screen action beat 'em up. Uh, think duck game or towerfall meets duck game. Uh, scrap heap challenge, robot wars, and Tetris. Right. Hang on. Okay. Wait. Hang That's on. A lot, of, okay, a lot of franchises wait, roll okay, into one. Yeah. There. Uh, and, and the first one you said, I don't actually know. What's Duck Game? Uh, duck, duck Game. game. Oh, I'll let you do go on, it. Go on, Chris. I was going to say, it's a multiplayer shooter with, with ducks with guns, isn't it? If I remember correctly. I've got it on Switch. Yeah. Oh, and, well, it's just called Duck. It's on the Switch. It's just called Duck Game. It's yeah, it's called just Duck Game. Yeah. It's just ducks with guns. It's great. Okay. Now, and what's the next one after Duck Game? Towerfall. You've played Towerfall, uh, bow and arrows, you jump around, shoot each other. Okay. 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 Arena based. And one after that? Uh, scrap Heap Challenge. Okay, Scrap Heap Challenge. I know Scrap Heap Challenge. Scrap heap challenge. I love Build Scrap Heap Challenge. Scrap. Yeah. Uh, Robot Wars. I know Robot Everyone Wars. Everyone knows Robot yeah. Wars. And, or BattleBots uh, for the US. Uh, mm. And a bit of Tetris. Okay. Now, <laughs> now, okay, when you, okay, for some reason, when you set, started saying all of these franchises and names, that took up all of my brain and the idea got pushed out. So do the start again. <laughs> Uh, so a multiplayer single screen action beat 'em up. Okay, okay. Player, where does the Tetris screen, come in? Action beat. All the scrap you can't All the Robot Wars. Just, just chill. It's okay. Oh, no, the first, the games I understood. It was the <laughs> yeah, TV references. So that, the basic that's idea. That's what they are. Yeah. Here, the basic idea. You're a bipedal robot. Okay. 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 And uh, you need to pick parts to build up your body. So there'll be a choice of arms. Uh, legs and chest. Okay. And uh, when you go in, so these parts will be uh, randomized and there'll be a pool of parts that you can pick from. As in the ones you can pick from are randomized, like you've got three to choose from and that's a random selection. Yeah. So uh, there's okay. some things that I need help sorting out. It's like, does everybody share the same pool of parts or um, does everybody have randomized parts that they can choose from? So anyway. You're a robot. You pick parts and build up your your body. And before you go into rounds and beat each other up. Now, the the core mechanic is that these parts age and wear out over time. And there will be bonuses for uh, if you match parts together. So I'm thinking like the Borderlands guns. It would be great if there was like loads and loads and loads of parts, different manufacturers for each of the parts. You might get bonuses for combining parts together. But you might not be as OP as, say, if you went, I'm going to pick the crazy rocket legs and the rocket arms that doesn't quite go well with this other part. So are you saying that it's a beat-em-up, but you like you, you build the creatures and then you fight them? You're actually, you're actually controlling the, the fighting element. Build them yeah. up, beat them up. Exactly. Build them up, beat them down. There's the, there's the, the oh. tagline. That's good. So oh, build them up, beat them down. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Beat them off. No, wait. <laughs> so before we uh, get into the type effectiveness and, and linking things together, because I've got 
some ideas for that. Um, when you said the the upgrades wear off over time, is that over the course of one battle, or is that over the course of like a career? So I think there'll be that there'll be two factors here. One is that the parts will over time age and you know rust and become ineffective. So that there was an element of strategy in this game where you have to decide now is a good time to swap this part out. So you might be like, I really okay. love these rocket legs. I really know how to use them. I get a good combination with the other parts, but I've had them for three rounds now and there's a chance that they'll fail next game. But there'll also okay. be when you get knocked out, you will take damage to your parts and your parts will, again, wear over time. And we can randomise that. That could be like... Just by getting knocked out, it doesn't necessarily mean you lose a part. You might deal damage across the th the three parts. So you could have a very powerful addition to your mech, but the drawback is that it wears out quickly. Exactly, I suppose, yeah. or vice versa. And and you'll um, be like, oh, it's got. I've got another use in it. I know I do. I can last one more round with these arms, and then mid game, they might just break or stop they, functioning. Or mid, like if they stop functioning mid game. You, you still have to finish the fight with no arms. Yeah, you still have to finish the fight. Exactly. Cool. So, you, but, the, but, okay, yeah. So, the next thing that I've got written down here is that uh, levels will be designed with a number of hazards, as you'd expect, like, like all these kinds of games, like Smash as well. Um, and there will be uh, pickups so you can pick up things like damage boost repair you can repair parts mid-game if you pick up the repair section there'll be shield speed and also an idea for a self-destruct power-up which would be uh you could you could decide to destroy all of your own parts to win a round but everyone else would take damage um so i whilst you were talking about scrap heaps and picking parts i and like whether people share the same pool of parts mm. do you know those huge scrap like grabbers yeah. i yeah. think that's how it should start with like an over top down view of that everyone has a grabber and there are just like belts of parts coming through oh, and yeah. i think that's how everyone should like just try and grab parts uh, it shouldn't be an easy thing to do, but you have, obviously it's time, like timed. So if you drop and it, the conveyor's moving, you might miss it because you've not allowed to move once it's dropped. I think that could be quite fun as a like a nice little like you've got a minute to because mm -hmm. you, so you could take the risk of like oh no I'm waiting for this part that I know how to use and I want to grab, but there's a risk that you might not get it, so you might have to quickly grab something at the end. Like there should yeah. be, I think everything should have a default. So like you have default arms to like do the base, and sure. you get you get the upgrades when you pick them because otherwise you'd be like i've only got one leg what do i do and it's like well you've now got one leg how does that play so you'd have to have i think like a default thing but it's more of like a replacement you're, you're grabbing replacements and i think that could okay. do an, a nice little fun way of having that little before challenge before the fight begins just having people like that, so that was my, that was my tetris bit was like do you just get you know when, like in tetris you see the next piece that's coming up is it just that when you're in the lobby waiting to go into the next round, you see the pieces that you can pick from. But I wanted something quite fast-paced. I just wonder if the claw, I mean, maybe that could still be fast-paced. You know, there's like a bonus round, quick pick the parts, quick and pick. then you go into like your your customization pre-game pre, pre -game section. 
I think whatever you pick up, because um, I'm, I'm imagining like the type effectiveness, I'm sort of boiling it down to elemental type effectiveness just for the time being, where yeah. if you have fire legs and fire arms and a fire helmet or whatever, then they work better together and, you know, lightning stuff and ice stuff, whatever else. Um, obviously, they can be literally anything else, but that's just how I'm imagining it in my head at the moment. Mm. Um, but in that hectic kind of claw grabby game, mini game before the next battle, someone is like, well, you've been winning the last four games and you've got four like fire items. I'm going to grab this fire thing so you can't have it. Um, and then they decide, yeah, I've grabbed it. So it's now part of my machine. Or maybe they have an opportunity to sell it or whatever. Mm. And speaking of selling it, it kind of, when you were talking about picking parts and having pieces come up in between rounds, it was making me think of uh, auto chess or super auto pets, that sort of thing where the... The, the random machines come up and you have an opportunity to, you know, spend a certain amount of gold in between rounds, or mm. you could sell the parts that you have. You can um, buy duplicates of the things that you already own yeah. to then upgrade them potentially. Um, but uh, then it, you know, it turns it into a, you know, the, the, the selection stage, the shop stage of an auto chess game, but the game itself, you're actively playing it. So how much does the things you're picking uh, directly conflict with the skill you have in just playing the game. I still think it's kind of cool. Um, like trying to pick the stuff that you already have as an upgrade, and people in that hectic claw game counterpicking so you can't have it. Mm. That could be pretty fun, I, I think. And I think even with the claw game, it could be hectic enough. And like seeing someone's claw go down to the thing you really want. And you're like, oh, come, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, and yeah. then it drags away. <laughs> I, sort, I sort of had in my head, you know, I love that. Uh, have you played Ultimate Chicken Horse? Yeah. That, the yes. frantic pre-game thing where you're all fighting over the power up and it's like, who grabs whatever first? You know, that, I really love that, um, that interaction. And so, yeah, bringing that into this as a way to be like, I'm just taking that part. And that was always good about Scrap Heap Challenge as well. When people were running around the Scrap Heap going, I found a whole car that works funnily enough. So I'm going to take this. And then uh, someone else has found, you know, the perfect half a boat to make whatever they're making. So yeah, I definitely like that. I am still unsure if there should be a car. I've got written here. I'm unsure whether there should be a cost for parts. So is there right, like, okay. you know, should you get some sort of money for breaking down parts or, you know, does that maybe get you another go on the grabber or something or, do you just get, or do you just get given parts? I, I still don't know. I, I do like the grabber aspect though. Yeah. Being able to purchase parts, I guess you, you, you run into the problem of if you are getting currency for, for winning, then it's just going to snowball, right? What if the grabber was how you earn money? So you're actually just, you're picking up scrap, but there are in, like nice bits of scrap that come through and that's what everyone races to get, right? And, um, and maybe that then you can spend your money in the store. Mm -hmm. So there's like, the preamble of, oh, how much money can I grab? Mm. Um, and maybe you can hinder like, each um, other that way as well. I feel like you could, you could also not just give money for, for um, you know, winning the game, uh, because then, yeah, it would snowball. Then again, the degradation of certain parts on the robot after, say, you know, three games, this rocket launch is going to fail or whatever, that would counteract the snowballing. But you could have... Uh, things like there's coins in the map, and if you pick up all the coins in the it, while actually battling, then you've got more coins for the next one. So people are then fighting over. There's a chest in the corner. Whoever blows it up first gets all mm. the stuff, and everyone's fighting for that 
area of the map, or maybe modifiers come up at the start of every battle that's like, survive the longest, and you're just like stuck in the corner, um, <laughs> trying not to fight, and people are chasing after you, or I don't know, places a target on your head. You get double gold for surviving as long as you can, and everyone is then hunting you down. Um, something to switch up the, I guess, the battles themselves. Hmm. Is in James in your head the map? I know it's single screen. Is it fixed camera or does it zoom out to have a? There's a larger map and you can spread out because Tom was saying area of the map, and if it's like a tower for area of the screen, I yeah, think I don't know. I was just imagining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it just depends on what kind of. Gameplay when I first you pictured this, I, I did pix, uh, picture it as some sort of like pixel art, single fixed camera kind of game. And then it's like, oh, but it would be cool if it were like maybe more like a smash thing where you've got a dynamic camera and you can have, you know, much more fidelity in the designs of the, the, the robots and all the parts. But you can get away with a lot with pixel art. Have you, yeah. have you ever played um, Shido Blade? You want to ever play that on the PlayStation? No. So that was a really, really um, early. Like, it's not in terms of the actual fighting. It wouldn't be anything like this, but it was a. It was like a samurai versus game. It was meant to be like realistic damage, and it was like one cut in the right place, and you would die. But the but the mm. battles but would on take PlayStation place, One. On PlayStation One, <laughs> but, um, the battles would yeah. take place over like 10, 15 minutes because the thing about it was that you had these quite large sprawling maps for a beat 'em up. It was still a beat 'em up. It was a side scroller, but you would use the terrain to to your advantage or to your enemy's disadvantage. And like, I'm th- I suppose I'm maybe almost thinking like um, Power Stone, I guess as well. If we played that on the Dreamcast, Power Stone on the Dreamcast. Yeah, do you remember that? Oh my remember god! Power Stone? What like, are these? What I, are these I guess references that is. I guess Power Stone today. Power Stone is very Smash like, actually. Maybe it's more like that, but like I really like the idea of having the environment have quite a large effect. Yeah, I, I definitely picture the environment. You know, having lots of different kinds of levels, it keeps it all very fresh. The thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around is: is this more like Duck Game, where it's all kind of shooting each other from a distance? So you've got lots of rocket arms, you've got laser hands, machine gun arms, whatever you know. Or, or is it like no? You've got to get into the thick of it, and you're actually fighting, like you, and punching each other with a maybe a bit of shooting from distance. I mean, what what do people think? Oh man, I sorry, just really quick. Duck game. I've, uh, looking at it now, it reminds me of this really old, uh, like I think it must have been on like mini clip or something. It was like a flash <laughs> game. It was it was a two D side scrolling pixely battle game where you were a guy with a jetpack that is just like a nostalgia hit and i've got no <laughs> idea what it is um but then maybe again, someone else will Alex know did just mention power stone from the <laughs> dreamcast that, so i mean <laughs> is power stone like not that well known i thought it was like the biggest dreamcast I, game other than sonic is it really yeah it was like a launch Man, title I, I, there was two of them i think it? has yeah, anybody yeah. played uh, bubble, bubble, bubble. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, real yeah. uh, nostalgia hit for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Duck Game looks like like it, lo- it seems like ranged battle, right? But can it not be both? Could you could you yeah. have depending on what? Yeah, the- I was saying it depends on the loadout you choose, right? You could have yeah. melee characters, so you spec like a bigger chest to have more armor. Mm. Also, mm. by the way, there are yeah. two versions of Duck Game. There's a they remade it for Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're probably looking at. I'm assuming you're looking at the old arcade one. Uh, maybe, maybe, but I'm, you could I'm tell. still, yeah, 
I'm still uh, imagining um, that sort of pixely, side-scrolly, towerfally um, mm. sort of thing um, where the screen doesn't necessarily move around. Maybe when it's a 2v2 and you get the final hit in, it zooms in a ton and yeah. shows that final hit in slow motion or whatever. But, but um, I'm imagining... I'm imagining that basically. I, I think, yeah, depending on the loadout, you could have, you know, claw hands, and that mm. is your attack. Uh, and everyone knows that you've got these claw hands, and you're dashing towards them with your jet boots, <laughs> which they let you pick up in the in the selection phase. Mm. Uh, and you're just dashing towards them and destroying them. Um, but however, there is also ranged uh, options as well. Um, and I think it it. it you know, mate, after a few games playing with different people, you'll know, oh, that guy is really fucking good with the flamethrower. We cannot let him have that again because he destroyed us last time. Yeah. And then you're seeing, I, I, I'm still imagining the claw thing. Uh, you're seeing his claw go down and pick it up and you're like, oh, well, GG, we've lost. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the flamethrower again. <laughs> your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, my friend. My name's Sean, and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that with meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Uh, just to clarify before I get a comment in the section, there wasn't a remake of Duck Game. I have confused Duck Game, that version, with the game called Blazing Beaks. Blazing Beaks? <laughs> yeah. I do remember Duck Game, but I remember this visually. Yeah. Um, oh, a top-down-y kind of binding of Isaac control thing, right? Okay. Yeah, I just remember the, the characters, and I was like, oh, yeah, also on Switch. A game with ducks. That's the one I have on Switch, not Duck Game. Oh, right. okay. With the uh, the like with the loadout choice to avoid people to avoid repetition, um, <laughs> to or, avoid or potentially people. people just to avoid people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, yeah, to avoid people That's just doing the, the same thing over and over. Um, could there be like um, I've been thinking of some kind of like draft phase almost. You know like how in um, like MOBAs you'll get a draft phase where you have each side will get an opportunity to pick from a pool of heroes. You'll get, okay, now you pick your hero and then, but with this it would be different parts from a pool of parts. Would that give like a bit more of um, variety to each battle? I guess I, guess I tried to, I, I was trying to think that because the parts would never last for very long, that you're, you're, you're forcing players to change up their loadout all the time. Um, you know, yeah. at, at, at certain parts may only last for one round, for example, or you may get two or three out of them. Um, and then by randomizing the parts you and having a sheer number of parts, I was trying to think it would be hard for players to get uh, completely used to certain parts, although they may have their preferences, but they would always have to change. They'd always have to try something else because that part's going to break. What if I'm trying to think of a way to like to help alleviate that problem? And the only thing I could think of is what if you could shoot parts off people? 
and then either swap them out on the fly. So they have to then pick up your old arm. And then they have to then, that changes the way they're playing, right? Oh, so, so that, yeah. That, uh, that's the only thing I could think of. That maybe, that's, might work. maybe that's the reward for, you know, knocking someone out is you, maybe you always lose a part if you get knocked out. And uh, losing that part, you can then go and pick it up and maybe keep it for next time or do the swap on the fly. It's like CSGO where everyone picks up their weapon they want to take into the next round. Mm. <laughs> So it's kind maybe, of like continuous. Maybe parts are only available in the round. But I, I kind of like the idea that it would be, you know, a, a, a sheer number of parts in, in, in the selection phase that kind I of think, get randomly um, dealt out or, yeah, I think or picked if you, up by Claw. If you have it so the, the parts only drop in the battle, then they are just power-ups from it's a just, regular yeah, fighter yeah, game, guns. right? Like. I think the point of it is to build a machine before the fight begins and then just see how it fares uh, against whatever the other people have built. Um, and I guess it, that in my head is what's making it more auto chessy, super auto pets in my, in my mind, where like you've got your loadout, you're building it. I mean, it, it also goes against the claw idea. You're building in secret and then you go into the next battle and you're like, ha ha, see, I got all the electricity parts. <laughs> building in secret on the same screen. <laughs> no, well, no, oh yeah, on the same screen. Don't look Good at point. my screen. <laughs> I forgot it was a local co-op game. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I was thinking that it. I was thinking very arcadey. You know, it's going to be four players tops. They're all going to be sharing the same screen. Even if it was online, you'd all see what each other are doing. But maybe there is a secret. Maybe there is a way to modernize it. And you've got your secret pool of parts. You've got your, you know, you've got your garage. Yeah, like in terms of having secret pools of like secret parts, like could you have? What you were talking about with power-ups, Tom, like, could you also have that? So you have like your own secret build that you would bring in that people wouldn't necessarily know about before you, you know, before you go into the selection phase. But the selection phase itself is, is power-ups in, in addition to what your build is. Yeah, good to. Just let's, let's just not make this a deck builder. I'm not sure this is a deck builder uh, <laughs> type game. Well, I don't think it's far off. It's getting that way. But I, I definitely, I, yeah, I, I, I like the idea that everyone can see everything that's happening. Okay. And, yeah, uh, I think uh, if it's built as a local multiplayer game, then you can't have any secrets. And I guess that, that's what makes the claw game sort of thing work in between whatever the yeah. selection process is. I think we've just latched onto this. Uh, claw thing, uh, get it? <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, and that's just become what it is. What it is for the time being. But whatever the selection process for building your robots in between, I like the idea that the other players can interrupt or interfere with what you're building, either by selecting what you're aiming for before mm. you do so. They've got it themselves, or I don't know some other way where they steal stuff off you. Maybe you, your, your pilot runs off to pick up a little piece <laughs> and while the other players should be picking up their pieces, they've run over to your mech and they're starting to like wrench stuff <laughs> off it. <laughs> when did mechs happen? Yeah, good, good question. I just had them when as robots. Mechs happen? They're, they're just, yeah. they're just... Your engineers That was last then. week. Yeah, that was last week, yeah. <laughs> well, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Oh, we release these uh, now? Monthly? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... What actually is the structure of the game at the moment? Like, how does it, is it in terms of the phases, like you, you have this build phase or the selection phase, and then you go in, like, how do you, like, how do you win a game? Is it literally just a health bar, like a normal beat em up? So I saw, I saw it being very much like, um, Towerfall 
uh, in the way that you just, it's be like the first to 20 knockouts. So you, I didn't actually imagine you would have a, a health bar. I imagined it would just be like you take one massive punch to the face and, and you're down or you get shot, you're out. Okay. That kind of thing. Like, ta- like, like towel for it. You've got, you, you, you've got basically one life unless you're quick enough to grab a, a grab a uh, arrow. There might be things that happen in this. You know, there'd be, we talked about power ups, you know, you pick up shields and stuff to give you a little bit of extra health, but yeah. Or, hits but uh, no i imagined it would be like one hit you're out okay so it's pretty safe you have to be pretty safe with the gameplay then you have to be pretty like pretty like it's quite guarded gate it's not just like a straightforward run in and like start start spamming buttons yeah no i mean that's the thing that's that's where maybe the idea diverges is it like you've got health is it like a smash kind of thing or you just you know you can take multiple hits and multiple shots or is it like mostly ranged and one and done one and done kind of thing if I remember correctly, Talfor, you have to pick your arrows back up, right? And that makes it more risky. When you get hit, you drop your arrow. If you get hit again without the arrow, you die. No, I, thought you had to, I thought if you shot it, you had to go pick it up. That's Chris is right. You have to get, yeah, you've got three arrows to start with. Once yeah. you fired all your arrows, you've got okay. nothing to which, shoot uh, with. So you've got which to go is and why collect that them. health system works because you have to be sparing with your shots. You need, you need to know if I'm taking a shot, I'm, I think I'm going to hit. Mm. Because otherwise, I need to go and get them. I'm going to be defenseless. Yeah, so there needs to be right, duck games got ammo. So you know you're not going. Yeah, to there just needs be to be like, a, time. like an energy bar. Maybe it fills up, but you can mm. maybe you can do a shot where it, it uses all of it in one go. Like you can choose to be defenseless for X seconds because you've taken a big shot of like energy blast mm. or something. How, right? How is that going to work? There needs, if- to, there needs to be some reward and risk to doing that. Yeah, I was going to say like, how mm. is that going to work if different robots? Like you're going to have different different ways of attacking, right? Between different players. Yeah, but each one could have a, a specific base shot and then like a fully charged shot. Right. Even if it's melee, mm. you could do like a normal uh, and then like a big one, maybe late like charge, right? But that leaves you defenseless because maybe if you hit a wall, you get dizzy for two seconds and then you're like, oh shit, I need to make sure this hits. Mm. There needs to be, for like doing something cool, if it goes wrong, there needs to be like a, a failure state for that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess and it's you increases could just, the risk. Like maybe, maybe shots, certain weapons take time to charge. And then once you've fired it once, you're going to be sitting there waiting for a long time for it to charge. Or maybe charging it up too much causes wear on the part. That's like, so you could be like, I've got this massive laser. If I sit here and charge for two minutes and just shoot a huge <laughs> bolt across the screen, great. But I'm going to destroy the part immediately and. Two minutes. That's it. It's, it's, like used... an, it's like an insta kill, but you have to not get hit for two minutes. <laughs> but that would also change up what leg power ups you have, because you need you would then need a character who can constantly jump around like evade well, which exactly. might mean you have even less armor, or you know, or if you have lots of armor, you can maybe take another hit, but you move slower. So you decide to go for you know a, a gun that. Yeah, does I mean, X damage. Yeah, there's. I'd a, imagined a lot the of three parts. that would have to happen. So the arms and the legs, but also the the body section. So the body section could be what handles how many hits you can take. But maybe maybe it has, you know, a, you. It needs you, to have like a negative effect. Yeah, maybe it's like the more hit points you've got, the heavier you are, so it's going to slow you down. So you're yeah. like, oh man, I really want the rocket boots to just give me that little extra boost. But then maybe that has the knock on effect of. 
you know, using energy. Maybe we need to have some sort of energy bar per character that they I, can. I feel like I feel like every individual part that you pick up can be geared to a particular uh, stat. I suppose. I guess speed, strength, health, energy. Mm. Maybe could be another one. And certain ones that you pick up, like the jet boots, great for movement, use up a ton of energy, and doesn't have a great amount of armor. But you know, you can move super quick, quick with them. Whereas, like a big shield, gives you a ton of health, makes you so slow. Mm. Um, things like that, and and uh, I guess building particular, like if you just build a titan thing that has got loads and loads and loads of health, you've got the stat bonus from the gear that you've picked and is complementing each other. However, you are just extremely slow. But in the battle itself, people are spending ages just trying to whittle down your health and you just get these slow lumbering punches and when they hit they do a ton of damage mm. but it's so hard to do that and that could just be a particular play style that people mess around with or maybe they build their own one i think somewhere along the line somehow i imagine this i i think i think it does need health bars and it does need to be kind of smashy in a way where mm. you, you are wailing on these people for a while before they are eliminated or not that long for people who are super weak or super quick or whatever, but yeah. somewhere along the line, I was imagining this kind of as a fighting sports tournament in the future <laughs> where every, every big impact you do has got this cheering crowd in the background and every mech that makes it through to the finale ends up on this Hall of Fame and you get to name this mech and you can see the loadout the mm. champion of the last tournament. Yeah. And you have like this list of all these creations that you've gone throughout every tournament and it just adds a bit of flair to it and that's there's a commentator great. too yeah commentator is like we'll get craig charles in because that's the yeah. robot wars <laughs> angle oh you know? yes <laughs> yeah um, but even tiny little flares where like because i think in in all of the chaos of x amount of robots fighting let's say four um you might miss you know, you've charged your laser for so long and it shatters off your arm. You might miss that, but maybe there's like a little commentator in the background. It's just like, player two's arm has just been destroyed <laughs> and then the crowd is going nuts over that little thing. Mm. Uh, I guess it also depends how many commentators are there. Are they overlapping each other from all of the stuff that's going on at the same time? That'd be like FIFA. Uh, yeah. I think, I, I, I think, I think I that, that could sense. be a nice, a nice theme to it and would add a lot of... I agree. A lot of fun to it. Um, I agree with that also. And treating it like a tournament as well. Makes you think mm. of Unreal Tournament. And then the, because uh, as Chris said, you know, we've got Robot Wars over here. It's called Battle Bots in America. The mm -hmm. title that I wrote down was yeah. Battle Bits because you've got all these bits <laughs> to choose from. Again, I didn't start with the name and work backwards. That's not how this works. Choose your battle bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible name, but. Uh, I kind of, I don't know, I like the bits. It's like, it's just loads of bits. You just pick from all the bits. Tom, are you, are you seeing this then as like um, each arena is, uh, there are different like environmental dangers with it, but it's all in the setting of um, like a Robot Wars style arena. And some of them have I, yeah. traps or like weird um, things on the walls and spikes and stuff. Or Yeah, I, I think you could also maybe have certain things like there's vents on the wall uh, I know that this player has picked a load of steam-powered uh, weaponry or whatever, <laughs> right. so if they run over to that side of the wall, they then suck it all up. Or maybe there's a fire jet in the corner and someone's got heat generation mm. weaponry or whatever, and they're right running over there. You're trying oh, to stop yeah, them yeah. from getting over there because you know that's going to power them up. Things like that. 
could be cool. I don't think it should be only detrimental things in yeah. the arena. Um, I think I think part of the game is closely monitoring what everyone else has built and seeing what happens as a result of every fight that you get into. Um, so that you can then say like, oh shit, I need to change up my strategy of what I've built, but also I need to change up my strategy against this particular robot. Um, I think that could be that could be pretty fun. Is this um, is this the next? Was it called Arms on the Switch? Arms, yeah, arms, oh yeah, yeah. I loved Arms. That was a great game. But we've got legs and chests too. That's what I'll get. Arms, legs, arms, legs, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Brilliant. Was arms just a beat them up? But you chose. Did they just had like their arms were different? Was that the mechanic? Was that the? They had different power ups yeah. on their arms. Like one of them would have like a boomerang arm, twist punch, one of them yeah. twists. Oh, I see. Okay. But it was a classic Nintendo game where it's like, yeah, oh look at our was, controllers. Yeah. You can move them forward slightly. I feel like what makes this so. Cool is um, that like what you were saying earlier, Tom, about it, like have you have no choice but to see what the, what the other person is doing. Like even if it's local and multiplayer, everyone sees what everyone else is building, so it leans into that um, and like turns that into something fun rather than just like oh don't don't look at what I'm doing. Um, it actually makes makes a mechanic out of it. What if in the in the building stage it's turn based? So you pick your part, next person picks theirs, and it's a bit sort of you're reacting to what the person before you has taken. And it changes who starts every time, so it's not always player one. Oh, well, like lose it first or something like that. Well, that, that's what I meant by mm. the draft phase or, or like a, a draft element, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but that, but picking parts instead. Yeah. Um, pick your bits. Is that how you imagined it, James? Like, is that is that taking away from something? No, that's not. I, I had imagined that everyone would just dive in uh, at the same time and pick those parts, and there would be a lot of parts to pick from. But I have written down, it's like, yeah, how do we balance for if you're losing? And I still have in my head that because your parts break eventually, you're, if you're just particularly good with a certain set, mm. you know, they will kind of self-balance in a way. But if you're just generally good, then, yeah, how do you, how do you make it fair for everybody? Um, so maybe there needs to be a bit of a draft phase. Or maybe you get, like if we're doing the claw thing, you get like first... Ten, you know, you get five second head start, or the loser. Yeah, the loser gets to enter the supermarket sweep fifteen seconds before everyone else. Fifteen seconds, <laughs> and then sure. the winner, the winner goes in way later, uh, and they have to pick from the scraps. Um, <laughs> Trying to sweep yeah. scrap off a shelf and just messing their arm up in the process. This all, this all have to do because I destroyed my flamethrower last fight. Uh, mm. And now I'm going to have to replace it with a shield. That doesn't work for mm. my entire loadout, but I need something. Does the, I guess I'll go with that then. Does the loadout that you have uh, affect how you can collect the rest, collect the next parts? Like if you're a certain, kind I think of it should robot, be the engineers run out right, into the okay. arena. So you would want to just pick up pieces. The only thing I had here for like parts was that if you if you maybe had three of the same part from the same manufacturer i mean so if you had arms chest and legs from the same manufacturer you might get a bit of a a bonus to uh uh yeah it yeah. might last a bit longer but you, you would but you would sacrifice potentially having like over the top stuff so you know you might have the i don't know maybe maybe there are parts out there that have a, that are a bit like crazy over the top rocket launcher but it doesn't match with anything so you could yeah. be like, I, I'm, I favor having, 
you know, all the same part. I've got a, you know, cohesive robot, or you've got someone's gone tiny legs, giant body <laughs> chest and fucking rocket arms. And they're like, I'm going to mess you up. It's like, yeah, but that's going to last like one round. You're going to be outside. It doesn't matter. They're going to, they're going to mess you up. So that might make you then think, okay, well, I won't pick my prized parts for this round because they've got, um, some particularly good parts. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's a, I just like the strategy element of like seeing, seeing which parts you've got, what ones you might want to swap out. You know, it's almost like formula one. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to swap to my wet tires. Now it feels like the right time. Um, but I, I don't know whether right. you would sacrifice the part in doing so or keep it. And do you have like a, a clothes rack of different parts? Just I feel like, I feel like it would be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like it would be like, no, you've chosen to remove a part so it, it gets scrapped, it's gone. It's, yeah, maybe you should get like you get a scrap value. If it's not been through a lot of fights, then it's obviously worth more. But the more you put it through, the the less scrap you get. But it's just we yeah, I I don't think we decided what you do with scrap, right? Because you pick every you find a thing. Unless you can yeah. like add mods to stuff or uh maybe it costs well, okay, what if you did this? What if you picked up two versions of the same thing and it costs scrap to combine them so their uh, degradation obviously went up? And yeah. like I think that, that's the only thing I can think of right now off the top yeah. of my head. That, that is a good way of spending money and combining that searching for parts. Because you could find a part, see another one, you're like, I'll pick that up anyway because I can then save mm. that. Uh, and then when this one you know, has damage, I can maybe combine them and, and, and save some. That's the thing. I think there is there is something in the the auto chess, but you are actively playing the battles mm -hmm. uh, sort of thing. So chess, I, I, I like well, <laughs> <laughs> it's auto chess, but you're playing it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the the shop comes up, and you're like fucking amazing. The the exact boots I was looking for that would upgrade my stuff, they've come mm. up. Um, I think I I. I like the idea of of this being an online game, not necessarily a local multiplayer game. And you've all got your individual shops. You've all got the buy phase, and you can spend certain amounts of scrap to to re-roll the shop, upgrade pieces, buy new stuff, replace things, and 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 things like that. However, that then you know doesn't necessarily work in tandem with the party game style of everyone running into the arena at the same time to pick up the pieces they want for their thing. So it depends how party gamey we want this. But I think there can be some, some elements taken out of auto chess um, for upgrading pieces and buying new pieces and swapping out stuff when you think like, yeah, this, this just isn't up to scratch for what the other people have built. Mm, yeah. I, I need to get rid of this piece because it's holding me back. Stuff mm. like that, I think, would make it really, really cool. Um, and as long as there's enough variation in all of the different pieces, like, yeah, you've got, the pre-built shit where it's like, oh, you've, you've managed to build an entire robot from the macro tech company. Amazing. You've got this bonus. Um, but then there's another guy who's like, ah, oh, yeah, but I got, I got fucking blazing boots and rocket launcher and a <laughs> mm. shield on my left arm and my helmet can shoot lasers. And I was like, what that, none of this matches up. Why are you winning? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that idea. Definitely. Burning the candle at both ends as well. So, you know, they're going to burn through their parts as well but they look cool doing it. So Yeah, or even like the degradation is how much they use it. So you can mm. try and force them to use, like you want them to get rid of their laser weapons, stay away from them so they have to shoot at you. 
um, and then force them to wear down their weaponry or mm. or, or stuff like that. Um, I think it's cool. I think I think I like the idea, and uh, I think you should make it. How do you make win it? this? Like, how is it? Is it a tournament? <laughs> like, are you? Do you have X matches that you're going through, or is it just like it's all just versus online um, or local, whatever? And it's just like single matches or like just rounds. I had just imagined it would be points based. So you win, you win twenty rounds, and that's it. Right. Okay. You I see. Win. Yeah. 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 So first to first to X rounds or first to X points. Yeah. I I, I exactly. really like the idea of. I feel like there is something in having some kind of like Tom, what you were saying about it being um that auto chess style uh, a little bit like leaning a little bit towards mm. that. Like that's kind of where I'm. That's that's where I'm at in terms of where I want to see auto chess. But you're but then you're also controlling the the things as well chess <laughs> chess um i don't know we've made chess what, again great <laughs> tom what what is what is this at this point what, what how a reinvention of chess is what this is uh <laughs> chess two that's what we should call this one chess two um it is it is a uh side-scrolling hectic uh beat-em-up platformer uh, multiplayer, whether it's local or not online, undecided as yet, where you design and upgrade and build uh, your mech robots to have a slobber knocker brawl against three other players. Uh, uh, who or what? A slobber knocker. You never heard of a slobber knocker? No. Do I want to Google that? Should I do have that incognito mode in my notes, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and in between each battle, uh, after round one, and the commentator says, huh? round one, winner, uh, fuckfest, 5,000, <laughs> wins this round. Uh, and then you all go back to the, the warehouse where a shit ton of scrap is dumped in there. The losers get to run in first, potentially, to pick up the upgrades for their machines, and the winners have to deal with the scraps, and that's how you deal with snowball effect. And you build messy, nasty, beautiful robots to claw your way to the very top against your opponents. Uh, it's like Smash Bros. If everyone was Metal Mario. Can you name them? <laughs> can you name the robots that you make? You can name the robots, 100%. Right. I'm definitely nice. Because at the end, Gary. they have to be on the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, of course. And Robert Llewellyn is going to present as well, alongside Craig Charles. What? Why? <laughs> well, he was on Scrappy, Scrappy Challenge. Challenge. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was the like the guy. Yeah, he was the presenter. I fuck. It was. <laughs> <laughs> going all the nostalgia feels today, Man. Tom. <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty solid game. I, I feel like not. you've I feel like you've done a good one, James. I feel like you've pitched this this elevator restaurant is actually working out. Now, is this better or worse than Metronome, a well, rhythm I, game where you are a, a gnome doing gnome things? It just really depends what the gnome, gnome is things doing. are. Yeah. <laughs> We know what name things are. Like every Where do on new every come beat, from? <laughs> on every beat, a bus comes past, and you have to flash. 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 That's one of the. It's like flash. a WarioWare flash. mini game. Flash. Yeah. Twelve. <laughs> flash. Is that what names do? It's like Guitar Christ. Hero, but it's just uh, knob gymnastics. <laughs> well, that's uh, the preview oh, episode. I do not. I do not want to know what the peripheral for that game is. <laughs> Well, if, uh, if you have any ideas of what <laughs> gnome things are, maybe you can let us know. Tell me your gnome things at pitch please, pud, pitch please pod without any vowels on Twitter or in the comments or in the reviews or um, 
I don't know why I always I always say or at the end of these, like I've prepared a fourth <laughs> option, and I never have. Uh, hack into my PC and leave a notepad document on my desktop. Amazing. That's a Which challenge. Send, Do send not open. Tom <laughs> pictures of you flashing buses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With with ideas written down the shaft. Beautiful. All right. Battle bits. I think that's I think that's a success. James, thank you very much for your first idea. No Maybe worries. at some point we can delve further into your tre- your trellos. Maybe not maybe not gnome uh, metronome <laughs> metronome no okay right. I'm sure there are other great ideas in that <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was everything <laughs> alright thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time goodbye 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 uh, goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. I just Googled slobber knocker. Yeah, what happened? And I've, I found the Urban Dictionary version of it, and it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs>